Welcome back to part two. Here we continue to embark on a profound exploration of purpose through the lens of our special guest, Kendall Major, in our new series, Why Are You Here? She candidly shares personal struggles, highlighting her battle with mental health and her journey to discover purpose as a wife. Kendall, a powerhouse in her own right, continues to offer unique in insights into finding purpose among life's challenges. Together, we unravel the transformative power of faith, intentional love, and an eternal mindset. It's a captivating journey that promises not only self-reflection, but also the inspiration to embrace a purpose-driven life. All right, guys, see you in there, take some notes. Thank you for joining us for this episode. But before we dive in, we got something to tell you. We got merch. Yeah, guys, we have t-shirts. We have hoodies. T-shirts are $19.99. And hoodies, $39.99. Or $39.99. And guys, if you want it, you can DM us on at our Instagram, technically.short. Or if you know us personally, you can shoot us a text message. But, uh, but yeah, see you in the episode. See you in the episode. We were kind of touching on it before, yeah. Kendall. And you talked about a little bit about how you struggled with, with your purpose yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so could you like dive a little bit deeper into that? Yeah. Um, I think for me like you guys both kind of know, like probably know like a lot of like my story and like my testimony, but from very young age, I just really struggled with mental health and had really bad anxiety and really bad depression and had like attempted to take my life a couple of times and all of those things. And so, um, when I say like, I really felt like I had no worth and no value. It's like, that's like, that was my life, you know, yeah. from like a very young age, like just starting that off and really being like, I, like, what am I even supposed to do with my life? Like, mm -hmm. I constantly am, like, nervous and terrified, like, of everything. Like, terrified of people. Like, had such bad, like, social anxiety. Like, could not have conversations with people. Could not go and introduce myself to people. Like, always had to have somebody with me, you know? And so... I was terrified of everything, but also always just like exhausted and down, like just like depressed. And so um, I had tried so many things, like trying to just find my purpose, like yeah. trying to figure out like what I was supposed to do with my life and <laughs> um, like what I was supposed to do with my life and all of these things, like just like nothing ever really seemed to work or make sense. Like it just always, I don't know. And so I just got to this point where I really like was like, okay, I've tried so many of these things mm -hmm. and nothing ever seems, like I said, like fulfilling. Nothing ever yeah. like gives me peace. Like I'm still super anxious, still really depressed, like all of these things. Like, and I just didn't know what purpose was. And I think I really thought it was like things I was supposed to do. And so mm -hmm. I'm, and so then I, as I got older, I'm like trying to figure out what I'm going to college for. I'm like, okay, what is my purpose in life? And, and all of these things, like, what am I going to do? All of them seeming like, really exhausting to me and really intimidating and really scary yeah. and just kind of was like I don't feel like I'm good at anything like I don't feel like like just kind of really really confused and I just got to the point where I was like I've tried so many things and so I kind of like growing up in church like but not really listening and like not really like living it out mm -hmm. I just got to this point where I was like okay and I just like prayed and I was like God like I like 
have heard about you my whole life and you like probably know like what I'm going through right now and all these things because at this point I was at like the lowest point because I was like I have no worth and I have no Mm -hmm. value and like there's no point of my life you know like there's like no point in me being here Mm -hmm. and I kind of was just like okay god like if you actually have something for my life then I just need you to show up yeah and I just need to change my life and I basically for a hundred days was like every single day I'm going to get up and I'm going to pray and I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to journal like a prayer to you, you know? And, um, it was like so quickly within those a hundred days. Like I can't even, I think I started that like in March and I think by like May or June, like my anxiety was gone. My depression was gone. Like all those things, my life was like completely changed and transformed. Um, and so that's like this freeing thing. And it's like, I finally am like, I like feel like I have like some type of value, but it's still like these old thought processes that I'm like fighting through, like all these old habits and all old mindsets where it's kind of just like, that's just how my brain had wired itself where I'm like, I would find myself in moments where I would still be like, I like have no value or like, oh, well now I'm a Christian. And so I'm doing this thing, but that's like, that has to be like my purpose. And like, that has to be the thing I do. And it all became so like also focused on my feelings, but also focused on like what I'm doing and not really like just being centered on him. And so, um, I think it was really hard, like just different discouragement and stuff like that, like from other people, me just being like, okay, well, I kind of thought that maybe this was my purpose and you're telling me this and you're telling me this. And so it's all like, so shakable, like for Mm -hmm. me, cause it wasn't like, I wasn't really fully set on like that foundation yet. I was still really figuring it out. Um, and I feel like, like that was in 2016 that I gave my life to Jesus and now it's 2024. Um, and I feel like even within like the past two, three years, like the Lord has really been revealing to me more of just like what that even looks like. And so it's not even like always like an immediate change, but I think for me, there was like this peace and this joy because I was like, okay, like I know he's changed my life and I know that he's real and I know that like he's doing something. I don't know what it is, but like I know that he's doing something and I was able to see even in, even when I still didn't know like what I wanted to do with my life, I was able to see in moments of me just sharing my testimony of me sharing the things that I'd gone through with my anxiety and my depression, all those things. I was able to see how the Lord was using it and how I was able to love people differently because I had gone through things. And so it wasn't something anymore that I was so angry at the world, but it was stuff where I was like, Like I was able to be like empathetic and put myself in other people's shoes and be like, this is what they're going through. And so because I've gone through that, like I can like go with it and like go with them, like through it, like help them through it and just be Mm -hmm. there, like present with them. And so, um, I feel like looking back, the Lord is really showing me like your purpose. Like it's really just like, as long as you love me. Yeah. And I am your focus. Like all of the other things are going to fall into place. And I'm going to tell you when I want you to go. And I'm going to tell you where I want you to speak and where I want you to move and where all of these things. Um, but my purpose really just became like, okay, an overflow of like, man, like he really loves me. Like, like the decisions I made and the things that I did, like when I was a teenager and like growing up, like all of those things, I'm like, there is no reason as to why like this perfect God should love me, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like I was awful. I was not nice. I was not patient. I was not any of these things. Like I was like, not, I just was awful and like just made really bad decisions that I knew weren't right, but I just continued to make them anyway. And I'm like, man, like the fact that God still loved me, I'm like, I want to live every single second of my life loving other people and like 
loving him back, you know, mm-hmm. and seeing what can come from that. And so, um, it took definitely a long time to rewire those old thought processes of what my purpose was, thinking it was all me doing. And now I'm like, I get to do because I know, mm-hmm. like, who he is and I know his love. And mm-hmm. so, um, I think that, like, for me is kind of how I figured out, like, my purpose and all that kind of stuff. And now I'm like, I'm, every day can look different of yeah. different yeah. things that I, like, get to do and, like, different people I, like, get to love and I get to take care of and all those things. And I'm like that's great. And it's like, I'm not so focused on, well, I have to do it this way Mm -hmm. or in this exact setting or all that. But I'm like, I get to live out my purpose in the grocery store. I get to live out my purpose. Like when I'm changing my kids' diapers, like I get to live out my purpose, like through all those things, because I just love him and I get to love people in the process, you know? So, um, yeah, that's kind of like for me, what that looked like of me figuring out like what my purpose even was and what it even meant for me so yeah that's that's so deep <laughs> i love sean <laughs> <laughs> <Just deep. laughs> so uh for our, our next question uh how would you say did you live out your purpose as a godly woman bringing into a wife yeah. so for the single ladies out there you can take notes on this yeah Um, well, if I'm saying like my purpose in life is to love God and to love people, Mm -hmm. then that means that through my marriage, like I need to love God first Mm -hmm. and love Brennan as an overflow. And, um, it's definitely like, I'm not perfect at it. You know, like there are definitely moments where I am like more quick to like be argumentative or like not be as loving as I know that I should be. And so I definitely, am like, you know, still navigating and like figuring it out. And I think that's just more of like, I think that that is more of me just being like, okay, God, like even more like I need you. Like, like I know that some of my responses are not the way that I want to respond, but like, God, I just need you in those Mm -hmm. moments then. And so just continuing to love God first and continuing to say like in moments being like, okay, God, like, let me just see them as like, somebody that you have created them to be Mm -hmm. and even just like praying like through the process and I think even just being like okay God continue to shape me and mold me into who I'm supposed to be you know into looking more and more like you and so Mm -hmm. because like marriage is like you're like doing life together you know it's like it's not just like like the friendships that I've known where it's like okay like we hang out for a couple of hours and like we'll go to church together and all that kind of stuff and then we're like home and we're like separate and it's like we could text each other but it's like different it's like marriage is like you are like like not like together all the time but it's like you're like living together and you're like molding your lives together and like figuring out all of the things like navigating like the highs and the lows and and work stuff and family stuff and all those things and so um I think it really is just like I feel like my prayer just more and more so lately is like God like I need you like Mm -hmm. I need more of you in order to like love him more um but then also like I said like our marriage like with like we want our marriage to have a purpose yeah and so we want there to be a purpose in like like we're loving God first and loving each other out of an overflow but also it's not just ending there but we're having that eternal mindset where it's like okay like we're not just always hanging out together like we're not just always just about us but it's like we are serving in church like Brandon's on staff at church like he's a pastor and so like like we're we're serving at church because Mm -hmm. we know that there are other people that need to encounter Jesus and we're being intentional with relationships and discipling and pouring into people and all of those things because it's not just about 
at the end of our lives, we got to be married for however long before we are going to heaven, you know? Yeah. But it's like, man, like what can come from that? Like there is so much time. Like we can have so much time here that like can mean a difference if we really just say, God, I love you. And so help me to love people better. Mm. And so our marriage cannot just be about us because then really, I think for me, I'm just like, I don't want to say like a waste, but also I'm like, man, like we, like as a single person, like I believe that when I was single, that I was able to do what I needed to do as a single person. Mm -hmm. And now as a married woman, I'm like, I, there are more things that I'm able to do now that like, there were things when I was single that I'm like, okay, I'm able to do more things now because I'm not married. And now I'm married and I'm like, there are, there are things that I'm able to do more now because I am. Mm -hmm. And so it's just the ministry just looks different, you know, but it's like, there is, there has to be like a reason for it and not just the, okay, we're just going to make it all about us and like us having fun and going and traveling and all those things. But it's like, I mean, like we can be a part of like the world looking different Mm -hmm. people's lives being different. And so it can't just be about us. So that's purpose with marriage. My thoughts. No, that's really so good. good. <laughs> and say one thing. Well, maybe more than one, but that's not just for the women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's for the guys, too, for yeah. sure. Guys, take notes. <laughs> Go back and take notes. <laughs> Go back and take notes. <laughs> um, but I think, like, it also doesn't just go for, like, there's, you know, you can think of all, every single um, aspect of, of that sing- single dating. Like, there's a, this yeah. awesome... Um, sermon series, uh, by uh, Pastor Ben Stiller. Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart. Mm, Love Ben Stewart. He has a book on it. Oh, does he? It's a book too. So yeah, it's so good. It's a book. (laughs) He has the like sermon series. So he's like, I'm like he's like a relationship pro. You know, like he's phenomenal. Brandon and I like went through like a relationship series like of his before we got married, and I feel like it created so many like really great conversations. Um, so yeah, big fan of Ben Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just to go off, the reason I want to bring that up is because there's purpose and you want to purposely date as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't have, I don't have, I mean, I also don't have too much experience, but, uh, but like with, but I do them the wrong ways and the wrong ways. (laughs) Terrible. But like third, but third, but but having (laughs) like the purpose, but having the purposeful, um, searching for, like, for a guy or uh, searching for the woman with uh, purposefully in my mind it's like ser- searching for the woman that you believe like that you uh, that will compliment you and you will compliment back yeah Ugh. yeah absolutely and, and as christians it's like well who's gonna like if you, like, you chase god together yeah if you don't yeah. believe the same thing about eternity then it's gonna it's gonna be kind of yeah. weird yeah. but um mm-hmm. i think yeah. i think i like that point um i think for all the listeners out there especially the christians but even the people who are not christians you should definitely date for a purpose and your purpose should be to marry that person. You should not date to just date. I think that's the worst thing society has. I think that teaches people that there is divorces. Okay. Really quickly, like without like issues, obviously there's a reason for divorce for some reasons, but it shouldn't be like, Oh, we don't like we're we're mad at each other today. It's over. Like, you know what I mean? It has to be more deeper than that for divorce. But I think, Dating without a purpose is what led society to a high rate of divorce. Hmm. Did I answer that? Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, I was I was thinking about actually thinking about um this what, the way I think God constructed my purpose. Yeah. At least, and I think it's still happening. Yeah. Um, 
to, I'm going to see if I can formulate this question. Um, I feel like I know at least the short answer to this, what you're going to say, but like, yeah. I like, oh, like, I wonder what the longer answer is. Yeah. Do you think even before, even before, or even if you don't believe in God, that God is still working, God is still working to, to work that purpose out in your life? Um, I think that God's not going to like force anything, yeah. you know, but I, um, like Michaela and I were talking about, um, like this one person that we know that we're like, we can like see like the mm. way that they like love people and welcome people that I'm like, I feel like, like, even though like they're not a Christian, I'm like, I feel like there is so much like love that comes mm-hmm. from them, yeah. you know? And so I think that there is, I think that there are purpose, like there's a purpose for like every single person that yeah. is in the world. And I think that, um... I think, I think for me, like, I want to say, like, there is a purpose for everyone. I think that me, like, stepping into, like, just whatever God had for me, mm-hmm. I think that there is more fulfillment and a totally different understanding of what my purpose right. is because yeah. of me following Jesus. Um, but I do think that, like, I do think that, like, God can still use people mm-hmm. that, like, may not have, like, given their lives to Jesus. And I think that he can still, like... Because I think I can, like, look back at even my life and I'm like, even when I didn't know Jesus, I do feel like the Lord was, like, using me. Mm-hmm. And I can look back and be like, oh, that was so God, like, working in. Like, that was so God, like, because he can do anything, you know? Yeah. And so the conversations that, like, we can have, like, even if somebody doesn't follow Jesus and doesn't know Jesus, like, it can still leave other people being like, oh, I felt so loved. Like, mm-hmm. just talking to them and felt so, like, seen and, like, cared for. And so I definitely think that, like, God, I think that there still is a purpose for each of our lives. And I think that God can still, like, use things that um, we say or that we um, maybe do or go through. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's, I think he's not going to, like, force, like, well, you're good at this, so you have to use it for me. And, like, you have to do this. But I definitely think that he can still work through, like, so many different things Mm -hmm. and so many people, like, beyond just christians yeah so that's really good i'm I'm gonna have to touch upon this there was a story by one of my favorite pastors um forget his name right now sorry i follow you (laughs) um but anyways it was like a woman was hungry right Her, Mm -hmm. her house she had no food and she prayed to god very loudly that she would have food Mm -hmm. so her neighbor bought food who he's an atheist he did it just to be spiteful. He bought food and then put everything that she asked for um on her porch. And then he rang the buzzer. And then when she opened it, she said, Thank you, God, you answered my prayer. And then the atheist popped out the bushes and he said, See, there is no God. And I did this for you. That would be a prime example of how God could use anybody to to, to um, do your, I would say, to accomplish whatever goal he had. She needed that food. Mm-hmm. He thought he just did it on his own will to be spiteful. Yeah. But God used it for the good so that lady got food. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Lord can use anything. Yeah. Like, because he's, so we can't just like limit him to just what we can yeah, even right. imagine or right. like what we have seen. But I think that he can use anything and work through anything or any situation or conversation. So... Mm-hmm. That's just who he is. Yeah. It's just everywhere, all the time, Absolutely. doing all the things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, there's a couple more things I could dive into, but I might save it for Sean, Sean and I solo episode because yeah. we can dive into our own purposes in there and yeah. a little bit more. But um, uh, yeah, I think it's a good time to wrap it up around uh, about close to the 50 minute mark. So yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, Kendall, we ask the uh, same couple questions to everyone just to, to wrap things up. Um, what are some, like when it comes to either personal growth or in this case, purpose, um, what are some resources that you would recommend to people? Yeah. Books, podcasts, whatever. Um, so I really, when it comes to podcasts, I really just listen to you guys. And then I listen to my sister, Michaela, and then I listen to Josh and Brandon's podcast. <laughs> um, so I can't be like, oh my goodness, this pod, this podcast. Um, no, you absolutely but, could. You can tell them. Yeah. I'm like, those are like the podcasts I like really got and like listen to. And yeah. as far as reading, I'm really not a great reader or I don't like <laughs> read as much nearly as I want to. Um, but I think as far as like. I think just even guidance and sometimes, like, direction from, like, other, like, pastors and stuff like that. Like, I'll, like, read from, like, Levi Lesko. Like, I love mm-hmm. his books. Like, I love Ben Stewart's books. Yeah. Um, and so I think any of those, like, I love them. Like, Louis Giglio, I think it has so much wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think being able to, like, read from, like, other Christians, like, I, those are, like, probably, like, top, I think I said three, mm-hmm. um, top three, like, pastors, like, authors. Um, I think that they, like, they, all three of them have covered so many different things as far as, like, relationships or even just, like, grief and, um, like, figuring out, like, like, I think even, like, Lou Giglio has one that's, like, not forsaken. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that one really helps you to kind of, like, sort out, like, okay, like, my identity, like, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so I think that those have all been, like, really, like, influential, like, books, um, for me. Um, and then... As far as purpose, I'm like, this is going to be such the cheesy, like, stereotypical (laughs) Christian answer, but I'm like, I really cannot find my purpose in anything other than, like, the word, the Bible, you know? And so, I'm like, I feel like when it comes to purpose, it's like, I don't want to find it, like, through a book. I think that there are quotes, like, we read, like, John Maxwell, and um, I think that there are quotes and things that they can, like, say that, like, brings a lot of wisdom to purpose, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to even find my purpose just in what they're saying, but I want to all come back to the word and Mm -hmm. compare to the word. And so, um, just letting that be how the Lord is speaking to me of what he has for my life and how he wants to continue to use me. Um, but also just what my identity is in him. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that wasn't a great answer to that question, but, um, not like the the Bible is the best answer, you know? Um, (laughs) but I like, don't really feel like podcasts are like book wise that I really answered that. Like, oh my goodness, all these things. But, um, I think you did good. You did. Um, we'll do a shout out for who needs a name. Okay, Bible Bros. Actually, the Bible now. Bros. Now, yeah. And um, when they switched. Paradox and predo- uh, pers- that, perspective. Uh, there we go. Yeah. And sorry, Michaela messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we have uh, any book specifically you would like recommend besides our Lord and Savior the Bible. Our Lord and Savior the Bible. <laughs> um, I really do think I mentioned this one, Not Forsaken by Louis Giglio. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, he even starts off the book by saying, like, the like the most important thing about you is what you think when you think of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that one was really, like, life-changing for me of just figuring out more of, like, my identity and, like, figuring out, like, who God is to me as, like, a father and sorting through, like, all of those things and all of life and events and all the things. So mm-hmm. um, I think that that one I would definitely recommend. I think it's a phenomenal book. And I think that it really – I think that Louis Giglio did a really great job of just reflecting, like, the father's heart for his kids through that book. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Kendall, who would you like to have – 
on that next episode of our podcast. Hmm. I had three earlier and now I can't. Oh, okay. I remember all of them. Um, I don't remember if we mentioned this one the last time we were here. I think Silas would be great. On the Come podcast. on, Silas. Get on um, here. Silas has so much wisdom. <laughs> he's insane. Um, I also think David. Yes, okay. David. David Callahan. He's insane too um anytime that he would lead rally we would i would always be like screaming after um so i think that he would be a really good person to have on here and i also think meg croyle meg Meg is a powerhouse and so i feel like any of those three if you got any of those three on here i feel like they would all be really solid we're going to do our best to invite all three of them we love that that sounds amazing we'll have to reach out to silas again because he said no the first time. Silence! <laughs> Come on! David also said no at one point. Uh, we never asked that. We never asked it. I did, for sure. Oh, I never... I don't know. I didn't know that. Well, now there's a little bit more pressure because I've said it in the podcast. Yeah. Yes! Now, so, so now they'll be listening. And I didn't know that you asked yeah. either of them. But I... When I was thinking about that question today, that was... Okay. That in the intro, I was really thinking through. And I'm like, David and Silas and May, I think all three of them have a lot to bring yeah. to the podcast. So awesome, so, actually. This because season you bring people on better. because you know they have something to say. Yep. And all three of them. Wow. Come Here on. we go. That's so powerful. Well, all right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode yeah. of Technically Short. Um, if you li- thank you for listening to probably this is now the end of part two. But uh, okay. so we uh, yeah we, we appreciate you listening to the whole thing. If you if you liked it and you don't already follow us on Spotify, give us five stars. Come on, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts, um, we are there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, share us on your social medias. Re- tell us how we're doing, good or bad. And uh, yeah, guys, yeah. see you next time. See you Sweet. next time.